0: as well for you for doing great things already let's talk about your appointment as coach of the uj netball team
1: oh thank you so much that's that's an exciting part of my next journey my netball career and um uk has given me such a great opportunity to go um obviously to the university and be a Nepal manager and head coach. Mm-hmm. And I am really grateful. I am a coach, a qualified Nepal coach. But besides that, I feel really privileged to having to play for the national side, leading the team and obviously the experience from overseas. I always want to share and to be part of change. So this time I feel like they are giving me a chance to go out there and just share my passion for the sport. And I'm excited and I'm excited more for the girls that I will get to work with. (laughs) And hopefully it will be great for the university as well.
0: Well, you're excited for the girls. I'm very excited for you because (laughs) would you say this is your dream come true? Everything sort of links into... Everything so nicely, you know for oh, my most, mm. most definitely I can say i've got it i 've got my hashtag that I use for my Nepal
1: program, which is the Bongin-Somi project um I say Bongin-Somi Nepal full circle every time, and it 's because of how I see the progress in in every step of my Nepal career, and there would have been no better timing. I think this is just so great, and i 've got to be grateful for what Nippon has really um put like offered me and mm-hmm. the opportunities mm-hmm. it's given me and at this time around really excited for this and i'm grateful
0: was there ever a time that you dreamt of being at the top of your game for another sport
1: Not really, to be honest. I wasn't sporty uh, growing up, and I was probably one of the laziest, but um, (laughs) in all fairness, when I started playing netball, I started really late, and then I had to really work hard um, to get my skills on point, and uh, to be fit enough to play, especially at this level now, and um, yeah, so I wouldn't say I've dreamt for, like, literally for all of this mm-hmm. to happen, but mm-hmm. everything just links in. And when I look back and think of the whys and why all of this is happening, then adjusting of all the hard work that I put behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Obviously, God wanted this to happen, uh, but I really do work hard for it as well. So I'm really grateful that the hard work I put in, um, it ca- I can get credit for it. Mm-hmm. Probably sometimes I think it's, it's it can be a bit too much. I'm excited, but I think it's just a lot now. It's Anyway, then? I can't
0: complain. I can't complain. <laughs> Is it overwhelming? It is. How do you take a step back and just come to terms with everything that has happened? I guess all at once, it's one big whirlwind and you're trying to make sense of it still, but how do you, how do you digest all this news and it's just good news upon good news?
1: I know, like once at a time for me, I don't really wait for everything to happen at a time before I, I take a step back. Every time, even when I make the national team again, I do take a step back and think, uh, what is it that made it happen? Because I have to be consistent in what I'm doing and have to look back and, um, and think of the things that I need to obviously constantly do to mm. maintain or to be even better. So even with this, I do constantly look and think, this is... what's causing one, two, three. At some point, I don't have answers as well, but I have to be grateful for the opportunities I'm having and I can only look back and take all the experiences and wants to teach someone else. And that's why the platform of coaching, of managing a DJ, um, excites me more, because then I can sit back and look at all of this and see how best can it help someone else now. Because one day, Bongi will start playing. If I can have the Bongis, or even better Bongis, mm. uh, for my hand uh, coming up, then I'll be really grateful, because I had lots of people helping me as well to be where I am today.
0: Amazing. Finishing fourth at a World Cup, and you also said wanting to impart the knowledge of being at a World Cup to the young women out at UJ. What would you say the most important lesson is?
1: Uh, For me, I think the World Cup taught me personally that if you work for something and you believe that it will happen and put the effort really does happen because it wasn't easy to come forward at World Cup with the portiers And I have to give credit to the girls. It's all their work. Credit to Norma and her team. They are brilliant coaching staff, the team management. It's been such a wonderful tournament. And we knew um, going there, preparing to go there, that it was going to be tough. But we had goals that we had set before we even uh, left for World Cup. And in all honesty, Norma took us in 2015 and up until um, this year for the World Cup. It's been such a great journey, an amazing experience. Mm. She's the world class netball coach. Everyone respects her. And I think it, everyone can really say she's a great coach and she's amazing after the work that the Spypochers did at World Cup. And in, to show that South Africa has the talent that Mama saw and wanted to come and polish. Carla Pretorius becoming the player of the tournament at World Cup, exciting. She is my basket team, such a great um, mm-hmm. leader as well and um, I think this all, all this just shows that we have potential. Um, but again, it just gives confidence to everyone out there that will see netball as a career yeah. and that we want something out of it. So this is literally what it tells me. And uh, when I look back, it, it makes me um, really excited mm-hmm. for the future. Mm-hmm.
0: If I fast forward into the future, do you see yourself in a Norma Plummer role like you experienced this year with the crop of netball players who are still to come?
1: Oh, I love coaching, and uh, at this point, I'm really going to focus on uh, my work at UJ and really coaching there and seeing where that can take me to. But uh, like I said, I am a qualified Level 2 level coach um, from Level South Africa, and um, I'm looking into going to the next step, which is Level 3, and I've communicated that already. So my coaching experience, um, with all the qualifications still going uh, forward i'm I'm keen to do that mm-hmm. and anything any opportunity that comes um obviously going forward i'm keen for it and we'll see i, I can't guarantee the fact that i can be um the national level coach, but if it can happen, how exciting because mm-hmm. at this time i'm a soccer um, netball player and if i can then sit on the other side and see the girl sitting where I was sitting, i think that alone for me will be Pretty amazing and mm-hmm. yeah it would be something that I would love to do so we'll see, one step at a time, no rush um, I think I've heard enough of opportunities and experiences that I'm excited for so I'm not rushing in anything if it happens, um, grateful I will be.
0: Mm-hmm. If you had to take a look back at the World Cup, um, being there what would you say a golden moment for you personally was?
1: I would definitely say it was um playing the game against Fiji and um, getting my hundred cap for the country. And I think I've never seen that coming. When I started playing netball, I was 16 years old. And at that time, you're quite aware of what you are capable of doing. And I knew I didn't have netball skills and I had to do a lot of work. So having to be aware when I started playing um, that I can't really play netball up until I play for my country, 100 times, I think that alone is overwhelming. But um, in saying that, we've played Jamaica as a team Mm -hmm. at Commonwealth Games. We led uh, Jamaica for three quarters, and in the last quarter they came back and we lost by 11 goals. That was painful. This Mm -hmm. World Cup, we led from the start. We kept um, the league going. They tried to come back, and the composure from the team, I think I have to say, that was the moment, because I think that game gave us a chance to be in the fourth place. Um, to finish fourth at World Cup and then it gave us a chance to go and play the semi-final with obviously um, Australia first ranked team in the world and we lost to them by two goals it it's all it was such a, an exciting World Cup but I have to say my 100 Cup and, and the Jamaican game was, was just my, my highlight
0: <laughs> What will happen now? How How do you play alongside the coaching?
1: Um, I definitely have to. It's a new thing and I'm looking forward to have an open mind and see how it's all going to play out. What I know for sure is that I love training either way, playing netball or not. So as long as I can still be um, disciplined and keeping myself fit and really um, be focused on the task like I was, I, I had a lot of, my, some a couple of my training sessions, training alone, and I've hosted a few of them uh, for the girls out there to see if, if, that you can train anywhere. Um, where you can, when you need to, and you don't need anyone pushing it. So mm. I can do that, and I know I'm capable of doing it. It would just be a matter of really being disciplined, and obviously I have to, I still have to deliver at work as well. So we'll see how it all plays out, but I'm keen to, I'm, I'm also excited to see how now I can uh, take these two and put them together and still perform in both without mm-hmm. any um of the two getting up there.
0: I like that. I like that. In Women's Month, there are young girls, young women listening to you who look up to you, who see you as a role model, who want to be the next Bongin Somi. What would your words of wisdom be?
1: Firstly, there there won't be the next Bongin Somi. There will be even a better Bongin Somi when it it happens. I would definitely like to say, and I know I always say this, I come from a, a Hammersdale township, which is between is Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and Devon, uh, and that place. If you think of it, some people would say um, they they can't believe. Like uh, uh, that's where I came from, and I can I could still come through and play for the country, lead the country, play the ball overseas, and and all of that. But for me, it's basically about knowing what you want to achieve, working towards that because that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Working towards that, and then hoping someone, somewhere, somehow, someone will literally look at it see something in and try to help you through. But I think the challenge with the young ones will be, they would know what they want to be, but want to do the work towards achieving that. And for me, the big advice is do the work so you can achieve what you want to achieve. Lots of people out there will probably be waiting to help you out, and I'm probably one of
0: them, hopefully. Awesome. Bongi, thank you so much for making time for us here on Radio 2000. We appreciate you, we salute you, and keep flying the South African flag high.
1: Thank you so much and thank you so much everyone that's listening.
0: You're more than welcome. Thank you so much. Bong saw Somi there chatting to us. Congrats to her, coach of the UJ Netball team. She's also the Spa Proteus captain. And man, it's almost like a puzzle because all the pieces just fit together so perfectly. And I've been wanting to chat to this Wonder Woman, especially in the month of August, because it is Women's Month, because she has done so impeccably well at what it is she's doing. But more importantly, do not let your circumstance define you. And she mentions where she's from. Put in the hard work to make your dreams come true. A very big thank you to her. Don't forget that we do have another game coming up.